Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. No games on the schedule? No! That doesn't stop us from talking football. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Raising the Stakes Fundraising and Leadership Development. Here are your hosts, past WFCA President Tom Swiddle and WSSP High School Insider Big Time Mike McGiver. Welcome to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show. I'm Mike McGiver, kind of alongside my co-host. He's uh Tom Swiddle, he is the new associate head coach at Arrowhead. That's big. Coach Swiddle, how you doing, pal? I'm doing great, Mike. It's it's great to be back with the show. Yeah, it, it's really good to talk to you. Lots changed in, in your life the last couple of weeks. And before we get to our first guest, which is Dan Brunner, the executive director, a lot going on at the WFCA. But I want to talk a little bit about the decision uh, process with you and certainly Coach uh, Matt Harris, who left Waukesha North and uh, is going to go over to Arrowhead to be the head coach. You're the associate head coach. And certainly that Arrowhead program, man, that's been a program that people have uh, have envied for a long time. And the opportunity for you and, and Matt Harris to go over there and, and, uh, and run that program has got to be pretty exciting for you. It is. You know, I had committed to working with Matt in some capacity, uh, you know, next year. Obviously, that was, uh, you know, at Waukesha North at the time. But, uh, you know, Matt, you know, got involved in this process at Arrowhead. Um, and I, I give Matt a lot of credit because it was a long, long process, and, and he hung in it for the duration. Um, you know, obviously, I, I changed my commitment from, you know, perhaps being, you know, not an everyday thing to an everyday thing. You know, Matt was my Brookfield East. I didn't make any right. decisions um, without, uh, you know, first running things by Matt. And, and, you know, I'm in a unique position, Mike, where I can sort of pay back Matt in the same manner. You know, I want to be able to do, you know, whatever he wants me to do, like he did for me at, at Brookfield East. So, you know, if, if my being involved helped his candidacy for the position, great. Um, you know, and, and the football tradition at Arrowhead speaks for itself. Yes, I it mean, does. who doesn't know about Arrowhead football? And to no be doubt. a part of that program now is really, really exciting for me. Um, and I've been impressed by everything I've seen at Arrowhead so far. Well, I can tell you, Tom, for years we've been doing this show, and for years you've been saying nothing but great things about Matt Harris, not only as a football coach, but as a man and a leader of of a program. So, you know what? Congratulations to him. Congratulations to you. This is our first week with the WFCA show. And before we get to our guest, I want the guys around the state that are listening to, to this show or come back and listen to the podcast, if you go on uh, the fan website, it's 1057fmthefan.radio.com. So just Google 1057fmthefan. We've got a contest going on right now. It's called Fandemonium. And there's and, and Tom, I apologize. You didn't make the 64. I know you were close. 
but they've got 64 guys that have been on the station or around the station throughout uh, the 15 or 16 years it's been a sports station. And there's a couple of football guys that you might want to vote for. Joe Cook is on there. Uh, Ron Davies is on there. Um, I'm a six seed going against another guy. In fact, uh, Tom, he, you, you and uh, Dan Pfeiffer do some work together. So I'm not going to ask you for your vote because I know you and Dad are, Dan are pretty good friends. But that's who I'm going against in the first round. So guys oh around my. the state. Yeah, come on. 105.7 FM, the fan. And, uh, and there's a number of uh, football guys in this bracket that you can vote for. And speaking of a football guy, he is the executive director for the WFCA. He is Dan Brunner. Hey, Coach, how you doing? Good, Mike. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Boy, the last three weeks have got to be just a whirlwind for, for the Wisconsin Football Coaches Association and you being the executive director. You never thought you were going to be working on this kind of stuff, you know, um, this time of year. It was certainly the time that you guys should be putting together the coaches clinic. And um, the decision now, obviously, is to cancel that, correct? Yeah, yeah. And, and before I... I, I uh comment on that i'd also like to echo your congratulations to tom and matt harris you know two great football minds and uh i think that arrowhead program is going to be in good hands um yeah you know bob brezowitz and i spent a ton of time putting the clinic together along with a number of other people and uh you know just when you're getting ready to put the final touches on things and you know all of a sudden you know it just got crazy with with the coronavirus and you know i started reaching out to directors of other states that i know uh, you know their clinics were very near ours uh indiana minnesota illinois and it was like you know we're all ready to go we're gonna go and you know one by one they were it was like whoa no, no way but other than indiana they they got theirs in just under the gun oh. and, and had no problems with it, and, and, and nobody tested positive afterwards, and, and so good for them. But, you know, we were just like in the eye of the of store or hurricane, and it was like there's no way. And, uh, yeah, it was a tough call, but, it, I mean, it was an easy call. I should say. It wasn't, you know, it was a bad situation, but it was an easy call. Dan, I'd like to just uh... – quickly i mean I, I there are so many moving parts to the clinic i mean just yeah. so many moving parts you know that once the decision was made that's when things really got rolling for you i'm sure you know that that did that you know cause now you're talking about contacting you know first and foremost our members to alert them um you know about refund situation and so forth and we have vendors with the same situation we have a Hall of Fame banquet and a Hall of Fame luncheon. All those people had to be contacted, the hotel personnel, uh, rooms canceled and notifying everybody. I mean, it was just one thing after another after another. But, uh, you yeah. know, fortunately, you know, we were able to, to get that done with the help of, you know, Sharna Kelsey, our executive secretary, and, and a number of other key people on the exec board. Yeah, and you know, in, in the clinic, one of the things you know that that I know about the clinic is that is sort of our key member for the year. I mean, people typically join the WFCA at the time they sign up for the clinic. So, you know, what 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 message do you want to give Dan to to all of the coaches out there who maybe because the clinic has has been canceled that that and you know they still haven't signed up to be a member? What what message would you well, not, first and foremost, they, they, they need to get on the website, and, and uh, we sent out a mass emailing to all uh, of our past members for, about renewal, and Travis Wilson has done a great job, uh, you know, managing our website and managing our email contact list and so forth. So he's got a link on there that was sent to everybody where they can renew their membership, and, and, and you're right, Tom, that's going to be, you know, that's, that's key to our success, and it's really our, our, our life line is our clinic renewal and uh, membership renewal at the clinic. And so, you know, we, we're going to have to make a big push once this all passes about getting all of our members on board later.
later this summer um, because, you know, our, our goal every year is 100% membership because the benefits of joining the WFCA for the minimal uh, uh, registration fee are, are just unbelievable. We are talking with uh, Dan Brunner, the executive director of the WFCA, and, and all the changes, obviously, that have been made. Their website, WFCA.org. Go to WI, I'm sorry, WIFCA.org is their website, WIFCA.org. And uh, certainly all the information that you need about what's going on right now with the WFCA is on that website. And to uh, certainly uh, register or to, to, to uh, make sure that you're a part of this again, uh, they, they need for you guys to, to get out onto that website and uh, renew your membership. Hey, Tom, um, I'm sure that you've uh, been in talks with, with Dan and John Hoke and Tony, guys that we're going to talk to later in the show. But, boy, the decisions to do some of the things that, that you guys had to make had to be difficult. Uh, extremely difficult. And, and uh, you know, right now we're centering just on the clinic. But, Dan, I think you would echo the really altered our, our event calendar for the year in many ways. Yeah, it- I mean, it was just, it, it's just a snowball uh, effect, you know, because right after the clinic, we were going to roll into the Badger Mini Clinics. Those got canceled. We had, you know, four guys, Joe Labuda and Dave Keel down here and and um, uh, Jeremy Court. Um, you know, we have four of those satellite clinics set up for the very next week. Well, those got canceled. Then we would have rolled into the Combine. Tony Violo uh, runs a, phena- you know, just a nationwide uh, model you know people from all over the country called to ask how why our combine is so successful well it's because of tony violo's leadership as the chairman of that that got canceled um you know then you know he i hate to say it but you know going into the all-star game now you know who knows you know we've got to be ready for all of those things and and potentially pushing that combine later into the summer if we can but you know the all-star game is another question mark boy yeah boy really difficult uh difficult decisions and difficult times and it's interesting dan because you know each part of this that gets canceled or pushed back affects so many people you know and i right away think of the seniors that made that are excited to play their last high school football game in that All-Star game. And the amount of money that's raised for Children's Hospital is the key to that whole program. And certainly my prayers are that we're going to be able to continue and, and have that event happen. Uh, but that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, as their mind. Yeah, as their mind. I mean, I, and, and, you know, Doug Sarver, I, you know, just like Tony, you know, you know and just like Tom with, with the show and, and all the things that Tom does with, as the editor to point after and so forth, we have such phenomenal people in charge of these events. They they put so much of their heart and soul into each of those events. I just, I it just saddens you when you see all of that effort that goes into that, and it's like just the air just comes out of the balloon. It's like you know we all know we're going to get through this, and we all know that uh, we're going to have these great successful events down the road. But just like you said, Mike, you know. You know, it all started, you know, where it really uh, hit home was when they, they canceled the the NCAA basketball tournament. And, and, and you just feel for those seniors. It's yep. like, you know, you say, okay, you know, we'll give them a 50. Well, if you're a graduating senior and you're going out into the work world, you know, the really successful ones are not going to just take a year out of their life to come back to play one more season. You know, they're going to get on with their life, but, yep. you know, it's, oh, I just feel for them. Yeah, and I, and for these seniors, these high school seniors here in the state of Wisconsin that we're, we're going to continue to play, um, as, as an ex-basketball coach, my heart just went out to them. Hey, Dan, oh, thank terrible. you so much. I really appreciate it. Dan Brunner, Executive Director for the WFCA. On the other side of the break, Charna Kelsey, she's the WFCA Executive Secretary, is going to join us This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
welcome back to the Pick and Save, Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors Wisconsin. I'm Mike McGivern, alongside associate head coach at Arrowhead. That's going to be, I got to write that down to make sure I don't miss that. He's coach Tom Swiddle. We are now joined. She's, uh, boy, she's busy. That's for sure. Sharna Kelsey. She's the WFCA executive assistant, and she is a DeForest High School grad, Poinette resident. In 2011, she received the Dave McLean Distinguished Service Award from the WFCA. And here, when this uh, article I read, Tom, my favorite line in this article was, she said, oddly enough, I lived in Seattle for 10 years, and Dave Craig, who was also going to the Hall of Fame that year, um, was with the Seahawks. And since I'm a big Dave Craig fan, that makes the night even more special. Anybody <laughs> that brings up Dave Craig in an article Look, I love my wife, but I'm starting to like this girl a little bit, too. She is uh, Sharna Kelsey. Sharna, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you. Hey, thank you so much for a couple of minutes of your time. What a busy, busy time the last three weeks has been for you. A very different kind of busy time. This time of year is always busy with um, our clinic, but um, uh, things changed fast, and um, it required a whole lot of shuffling. Yeah, Sharna, instead of you uh, making sure all the name tags or the, uh, you know, all the, the clinic packets were put together, you instead have had to uh, uh, reach out to some of the individuals who are normally are part of the clinic and, and uh, tell them the bad news that it's been canceled. It was a tough one, uh, Tom, I'm going to tell you, because the vendors that participate in our clinic year after year depend on that as a way to connect with coaches across the state of Wisconsin. And that not happening has has been difficult for them. We've had a lot of vendors who have discussed um, their disappointment. Um, they understand, of course, uh, are looking forward again now to next year. So we offered all of them uh, a refund of their, um, of their fees if they wanted to. We had about 14 of those vendors who just said, roll us over, we're going to be there in 2021. So we're real happy about that. And the rest of them were refunded their booth fee. Hey, so, Sharna, Char, explain exactly, um, you know, what the vendors do. At, what, why do they like to be there? Where are they? That kind of thing. Well, the vendors um, occupy two areas of, of the Marriott when they're there. They're in the atrium and in the big room. We funnel traffic by them very intentionally so that every vendor who participates in our clinic gets the opportunity to have equal amount of traffic. It's their opportunity to interact with the coaches, explain their products, their promotions, all new things they have coming out. Uh, safety uh, it has been a very important part of our vendors' focus as well as the, the coaches' associations over the last five or ten years. More and more and more we see a focus on safety. Um, and and the, the vendors are a very critical part, a very integral part of, of our uh, clinic and very good partners for us have been over the years. We are talking with Sharna Kelsey. She is, again, the WFCA executive um, assistant. Hey, Tom, you know, I think that, that everybody that listens to the show knows, at least or as part of the show knows, how strong the coaches clinic here in Wisconsin is. But throughout the country, and, and, and we certainly give a lot of credit um, to Sharna and the work that she does behind the scenes, but that clinic is known throughout the country as maybe the best high school football clinic in the country, correct? It is. You know, our, the WFCA clinic is the largest football-only clinic in the United States. And it's not just... Uh, you know, state coaches that come. We get all kinds of, of individuals from around the country, from the Midwest, that will come to our clinic simply because of how good it is. So it's, you know, it, it has a, a nationwide reputation, and certainly, you know, Dan Brunner and Bob Brezowitz and Sharna Kelsey are the main reasons why it's run so smoothly and is so good. Hey, Sharna, can I ask you, you know, people that have never been involved in, in trying to put on an event like that, they show up and they go, oh, it's a really good event. But the amount of work that goes behind the scenes, I can't imagine that once one clinic is done, that you take much time off. You, you start rolling right into next year's clinic, correct? 
Well, that's exactly right. The process of choosing um, speakers, um, soliciting vendors, making sure they're coming back, tracking whether or not they're going to be back. Um, then the registration starts again in January of the following year, and putting together that, tracking everyone, making sure that everyone who comes to the, the um, registration area on the day of uh, opening gets their badge. And it, it's, it, it is a tremendous amount of work. We have 10 ladies that work in the registration area that help to bring coaches through and get them checked in without having to stand around in lines. We had almost 3,000 coaches for a very long time. Those numbers have gone down just a little bit over the last couple of years, but um, still well over 2,500 coaches and uh, come through that registration area, and those ladies uh, hand those badges out. But behind the scenes, before things get going, it, it's hard to even track. I mean, it would be hard for me to even tell you all the things that happen in the office before that clinic starts. But it was put together in a way by Dick Rundle many, many years ago to make it run smoothly. And we've uh, obviously used technology and other things to make it go more smoothly over time. But um, those processes really help to create a foundation that, you know, gives us a, a, a management process that keeps things going smoothly year after year. And, you know, Mike, uh, giving, you know, credit where credit is due, um, Sharna really was behind some of the different, uh, you know, ways we've used technology for sign-up and, and, you know, all of that. And, and so I, I can't even tell you how valuable Sharna really is to the WFCA and all the things that she does and the innovations that she has come up with that has made things just much, much better. You know, Sharna, when we had our executive board meeting, uh, when decided to cancel the clinic and, and, you know, talked about all the events and so on, um, you had some, uh, I thought, some really good ideas regarding how we could still work with our vendors uh, in lieu of the clinic being canceled. Uh, do you want to mention a couple of those things? Well, and I, I, I will kind of preface this, um, Tom, by saying that, we're working on this, and, and we really would like to see um, many ways, as many ways as possible for vendors to stay connected to the to the coaches across the state for their benefit, but, you know, as much for the benefit of the coaches. Um, so some of, those, some of those things that we kind of batted around that we're working on trying to see if we can put into place um, include uh, online sponsorship of um, speaker sessions, so we would do virtual sessions with the speakers that would have otherwise been at the clinic um, and, and then have a sponsorship by vendors if they would choose to do that. That would be that would be one way. We've had some vendors reach out to us and ask if they can help in some way or, or be visible during our All-Star Games. We're hoping that that goes on in July. We're, our fundraising uh, process is, is ongoing, uh, although we don't know for sure, of course, where this lands because of the virus this time, but we're hoping that that will be the case. So that was another option that was put out there. Um, logos being visible on our website and in our printed material of vendors that would have been at our, uh, at our uh, clinic this spring. Those are some of the things that we talked about. Yeah, and I think those are all great ideas. And as Sharna said, we're in the process of, uh, you know, seeing the feasibility of doing those things. But definitely our, our goal is to keep our vendors, and I'll just also say our corporate sponsors, who also have a part of our clinic where we get them out in front of our membership than the WFCA in lieu of the clinic being canceled. Right. You know, um, one thing that I don't know how much... Um, you know, as far as China, as far as around the country and what we had talked about a little bit earlier, but when Tom and I get a chance to talk to, to college coaches, whether the division one, two or three, and some of these guys from, like I said, not just the Midwest, but all over the country, one of the first things they talk about Sharna is how well that clinic is run. And I, I, I was very happy when Tom said, look, let's have Sharna on because she really is the person that, that puts this together and makes this run as smoothly as possible. And I want to just say thank you 
not only for the guys here in the state of Wisconsin that now kind of get used to how well that's that's run, but from other coaches around the country that come in and take notes on how you run this thing. And uh, you're doing a great job. Uh, keep up the good work. I wish uh, I wish we were talking right now about who's going to be at the clinic rather than saying the clinic's been canceled. Um, but certainly uh, we'll have you back on next year to talk about next year's clinic. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate your kind words, Mike. You bet. Sharna Kelsey, thank you so much. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, John Hoke. He is uh, the president of the WFCA and the Hall of Fame chairman, and we will get uh, get some words from John about a couple of things coming up and, and he, the way his life has changed during the, the last three weeks and what we can look for in the future. John Hoke, president of the WFCA, will join us next. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin now offering virtual appointments. Go to PellaWI.com. That's PellaWI.com. Hey, Coach uh, Swiddle, boy, I'll tell you, Sharna does a great job, and she is behind the scenes and, and doesn't get a chance, I don't think, for guys like us to really kind of sing her praises, and, and we certainly have to do that because she works really hard. There, there's nothing we do as an association that doesn't somehow go through Sharna. I mean everything, everything, including to talk about next with John Hoke, the, uh, you know, the Hall of Fame stuff. I mean, Sharna's involved in that. So, yeah, she is so valuable to the WFCA and, and deserves all the, the praise that, that we can give her. Yeah, you bet. We are now joined by the president of the WFCA, also the chairman of the Hall of Fame, is uh, is John Hoke. Hey, uh, Coach, how you doing today? I'm doing great. Uh, we, uh, I'm a uh, matter of fact, I'm in Lake City, Minnesota, in our second home. Uh, uh, my wife got laid off, so uh, we came up here, and it's been nothing but uh, attacking uh, summer projects in the spring. Well, you know, Coach Swiddle and I, you know, we're available if you need some help. You let us know, but we're not supposed to be, you know, six feet from each other. So, yeah. um, hey, hey, Coach, I looking at the uh, the 2020 uh, Hall of Fame inductees, and, and we're going to talk a little bit about what's going to happen with these guys. There's certainly Joe Labuda and, and Kurt DeNoyer, Steve Rux, uh, Dan St. Uh, Arnold, uh, who is the head coach at uh, Niagara. And I don't know him, but the other three I certainly do. And then some uh, header assistant coaches, assistant coaches that are, we're going to be going in as well. Can we talk a little bit about um, the banquet and, and the plans on, on, on what, they're, what you guys are going to do next with this? Yeah, it is. I mean, it was a very tough decision uh, by our executive board, by uh, Sharnam. As I heard you were talking about Sharna, uh, I agree with Tom. If it wasn't for Sharna, I don't know how we would stay organized. We would probably get some things done, but definitely not as efficient and effective as Charna does, and we appreciate everything she does. And, and this Hall of Fame thing is just uh, one of those things that she is right behind, and we meet and talk almost weekly uh, about what we're doing next and what where we're going. And, you know, she saves a lot of work on my hand as far as getting things out. But as far as the Hall of Fame, it's a sad moment, that, you know, as far as, as we know everything around here, but there are things bigger than a Hall of Fame banquet, um, and that will be uh, delayed uh, with our coaches uh, and our award winners. And, you know, like you said, uh, there there's some great people every year, it seems, that are going in, and we didn't want to uh, shortchange them. We tried to find different dates to potentially do the Hall of Fame later on, but in the long run, we came down with a decision that we'll just wait until next year and we'll add some more people to it. And it'll be a bigger Hall of Fame, which will be great. But uh, we didn't want to take these guys and uh, make their award seem smaller by not doing it the right way. In, in, the, and in the end, John, uh, wouldn't you agree that it's about giving the people who have, who have really earned this honor their due? Yes, it is, and that's 
and that's what he's saying. Uh, Dave Keel's done a super job. He does uh, MCs that stuff, and yet he's uh, going into the National High School uh, Hall of Fame uh, as an award winner for us this year. So, uh, but everything will be pushed back. Uh, we did not want to shortchange it by going to a luncheon, which we talked about. It, it, it just brings the end of our clinic also to a close, and it's, it's a great way to end the clinic. We're talking with John Hoke, again, president of the WFCA. He is the uh, Hall of Fame um, chairman. Hey, guys, uh, and, and want to get in the weeds just a little bit with the WFCA. I, I would assume that the Hall of Fame banquet and the clinic is is a revenue source for the WFCA, correct? Uh, the, the clinic definitely is a revenue. Uh, the Hall of Fame... By the time you uh, rent the facility and that, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that go on behind it. It's not just to pay for the meal. It's the facility to uh, putting together, uh, you know, rings or the the, the award uh, presentation, video. All of that costs money. And uh, you don't want to take a hit out of it. Otherwise, you're running in a deficit. But that's where... uh, we, we aren't making a lot of money on the Hall of Fame if we make any at all. Okay, so that, you know, that's good because if, if it was a, 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 a revenue generator, revenue source for the WFCA, that along with the clinic, with the money that can be made from the clinic would be a really tough hit, I think, for, uh, for the WFCA. Have, once you got in contact, um, Coach, with, with the people that were going into the Hall of Fame, including like Brad Arnett, who uh, would be going in with the Dave McLean Distinguished Service Award, and like you talked about with Dave Keel, and then the head coaches, assistant coaches. Obviously, these guys understood. I would think that they were very happy to hear that they, you were just going to then do the same banquet next year, maybe include some more people, rather than you know just giving them the plaque or giving them the award or the ring. Um, we're still going to be able to, to highlight, promote, and celebrate the work that they've done. Yes, it was. I, you know, I made personal calls to each one of them. I, I sent them an email also and, and, uh, to outline what was happening. But the personal call and, and they, you know, I, I, every time I talk to Joe Labuda, it's not for a little quick little discussion. We, we discussed everything for about a half hour of, from how the state of football is going in Wisconsin to youth football in Wisconsin to everything. You know, he puts, and that's why he's such a great coach. And, Talking about Coach Labuda, he uh, definitely a record of a number of people that were interested in attending his ceremony or the ceremony. Um, over 160 people from the oh, Menominee man. area, which is just unheard of. Oh, uh, my gosh. Coming to, coming to uh, honor Joe down in Madison, which is a, it's quite a hike. But I'm sure there was going to be a heck of a celebration as Joe is just an outstanding man, as all of these people are. Um, and that I've had a, it had a fortunate chance of being a part of their uh, uh, knowing them while they have uh, coached and been an assistant. John, you you've already met out to all of the uh, Hall of Fame uh, members uh, for this year that are now going to, of course, be honored next year. Um, how's the selection process this year going to be altered, given the fact that we're kind of combining uh, two Hall of Fames? Well, what we're going to do is really probably, which, Tom, you're part of it, it's a tough to get it down to a nice manageable number. We're going to add people to it, um, and, and, and we'll go about the same way, but we will really be, uh, like, tightening, tightening uh uh, screws on it as far as getting in for one year and maybe that following year add a few more to kind of do a catch-up process in the next two years because we do want to uh, get people into the Hall of Fame to deserve it and we don't want to put a you know a strict number on it that will not allow people who are deserving to get in. Right, and and you know as you go through the candidates. Um... You know, there are certainly some individuals every year that are just slam dunks, right? I mean, they're just like no-brainers in terms of decisions. But really, everybody who's 
who's nominated, uh, you know, deserves to be nominated. So there is quite a lot of, of discussion and, and background checking into it. So um, we will have a, a, a bigger than normal class next year, but we're not really looking at having like double what we normally do. No, we aren't. Uh, and that's why I kind of put it as like a two-year kind of catch-up basis. And, uh, you know, we, we at the end of every meeting we get done, and you know this, Tom, that we get done and we say, okay, now this guy's going in next year. This guy's going in. You know, they they deserve to go in, but they're not 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 that they're not the same caliber of what we're putting in. Is just we're trying to make it a really special event for those people that are going in, and and re, by reducing our numbers, uh, you know, we have three or four people, or even five, I think. I haven't looked at my notes from last year uh, that we kind of ear tag. These people should be in next year if they didn't make it this year. Hey, yeah. hey, guys, hey, guys, last question, and then we'll have to cut John loose. But is the WI, have they talked to coaches about when, they're, when their first practices and when their season is going to kick off? And is that something that you guys as, as coaches and part of the WFCA, have you looked that far in advance to say, hey, look, if this thing continues, we're going to need to make some adjustments to the high school season? Uh, I, I think that is a reality more as sad as it might be because uh you know you're talking about fall and you know i'm an athletic director and i'm worried about the spring sports and they haven't totally closed those according to what i heard and i know that wade has a better understanding of what all that might be happening but you know i've talked to n numerous coaches uh that are concerned about this and what happens and you know uh it might be a shortened season i i if something like that happened uh we definitely I, I would hate to see, I hate to say this, but uh, I live for football. <laughs> sure. And uh, I've, been, I've been in it 40 plus years and, you know, I, I'm working on things that, you know, sending kids uh, notes of what they could be doing by themselves and, and, you know, little workouts and that, that we're missing now here in the spring for them to get ready for uh, the football season or even their spring sports. So, uh, Tom maybe has a better understanding of that than I do, but we definitely are concerned about the start of football. Hey, uh, Coach Swiddle, how about uh, how about you with that? Well, I think there's some flexibility that's that's kind of built into our our schedule for next year, meaning that you know football only conferences and and um, you know we have mostly. Um, eight-team conferences, which means that, you know, you'd be playing, everybody basically would be playing two games, non-conference games at the start of the season. If the season got pushed back, maybe what happens is you you on conference games and you can still play the conference season. But, you know, um, like, like John said, it's a reality of what we're in. We don't know what's going to be happening, but uh, there's also been some thought given to what if. So, um, we'll just keep our fingers crossed that we can begin uh, our season as normal. He is. Uh, we're going to cut John Hoke loose. I'm, hey, uh, Coach Swiddle, I'm hoping that uh, John Hoke's wife did not hear him just say, hey, I live only for football. I think that's what he said. Because <laughs> she's going to have him do it. She's going to have you doing a lot more, dogs, a lot more project up in their home in, in Minnesota. If she heard that, I'll tell you, he is John Hoke. Anybody that would understand it, it would be John's wife. She is yeah, absolutely yeah. wonderful. Yeah, that's awesome, John Hoke. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you, and I hope everybody gets through this uh, process that we're going through in the United States, and everybody gets healthy and and, and stays at home. Amen to that. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, Tony Biola. He is the uh, president-elect, and he's the combine chair, um, as well as uh, uh, being a coach up in Wisconsin Rapids. And he is—he's uh, been on quite a bit. I'm a big fan of his. We'll jo he'll join us on the other side of the break. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented 
by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, alongside past president of the WFCA, WFCA Hall of Fame member and associate head coach at Arrowhead, Tom Swiddle. Our next guest, he is the head football coach at Wisconsin Rapids High School. He's president-elect of the WFCA. He's also the chairman of the Combine. He is Tony Biola. Hey, Coach, how you been? Good, good. Thanks man, for having me on. What a weird world we're living in. And, I'm, man, to have you guys on to talk a little bit about what the last three weeks have been like for you guys, it's just been a whirlwind for sure. As uh, president-elect and, and certainly chairman of the Combine, uh, talk a little bit, Tony, about what's been going on for, for you and some of the decisions uh, that you've had to make. Well, I mean, you know, just everything getting closed down the way it did, you know, we were a little, we were up in the air, just not sure. First of all, with the clinic, I mean, the, the WFCA clinic is a time where, you know, just all the guys in the state really get together. It's a, it's a great clinic, but it's even, it's even better for the coaches camaraderie and guys getting to see each other. You know, it's just that one time of the year where we get to get together, guys go to different rooms to do some breakout things. So canceling that was a huge deal for us. Um, real hard decision. And then the combine came right after that, <clears throat> um, which everything else is being canceled. You knew it had to happen and, and had to come. But just, you know, for the kids that usually go to the combine, I'm sure college coaching and college recruiting right now is, is just crazy for those guys too. You know, and we just need to – we want to promote our kids the best we can. Um, you know, so, you know, figuring out different ways or, you know, what's going to happen and everything is still up in the air, right? I mean, we, we don't know what's – how many weeks we're into this or, or how long things will go on. Yeah, and, and Tony, you, you mentioned the college coaches, and we usually have in the area of around 100 college coaches that come and observe at the clinic, and it's not unusual for a number of kids there uh, to be offered scholarship at the Combine. But, you know, this is, right, Mike, right. how important this, this event <clears throat> is for college coaches. There are uh, coaches that... Uh, um, schedule their spring practices around our combine. Right? They want to attend so bad that they make sure that they are available that Saturday and clinic plans in order to, or excuse me, spring practice plans in order to attend. Yeah, they do. You know, I mean, we've had uh, we've had a couple of guys will do their they've moved their spring games to Friday evenings, so and they may have a chance to fly in and and get to the combine and see those kids. So it is it's a big deal. Um, we really want to give those kids that same opportunity that they've had, um, you know, or, or some of them that opportunity if we can, if we can find a date later in the summer. So what is the alternative plan, Tony? Um, you know, so. You know, we, we understand the importance of the combine and what it does for football players from yep. who, who come in and perform there. What are the plans at this point as we know them with, of course, nothing being a definite? Right. With, with nothing being for sure. Well, like what we're going to shoot for, I think, just as, as an association, you know, in the summer, we're, we're still hoping that we're going to be able to get the all-star game in. So I think we want to try that try to tie it a little bit into that all-star week somewhere between July 13th through the 17th. Um, looking at a few places just to try to get it, get there. Um, it, it obviously won't be as big as it was. Um, I'm not sure college coaches can attend, but the important part is, is getting next level there. I mean, those guys, they actually train pros. I mean, they're, and the college guys know that the numbers that we produce you know, when we tell when we say a kid's forty time is a four six five or whatever that forty time is, whatever those agility times are, they're legit times, and the college coaches know that. So I think you know whatever we come in with that, um, that's going to be an advantage for the kids. Um, and then the first part that we'll probably do is we'll probably have this thing go, I would say between 150 200 kids, um, and then we'll just start going down our list with the with those kids that had preferred. You know, that we had some. They always have the option to sign up for that high school player profile page that we've we've got offered with epic and we're partnered with them um so i think we just go down the list and we offer it back to those kids first and then we just go down our list of of kids that it's offered for or then open it up after we get a yes or no from some of those kids who preferred to have that page set up um for themselves if we and that's providing we can nail down a date with next level and then a, a, you know a place to host it 
We are talking with Tony Speak Viola to again. Uh, he's the president-elect of the WFCA Combine Chair, um, also the head football coach at Wisconsin Rapids. You know, the the, the incoming seniors, Tony, is, is the kids that, you know, I feel the worst for when it comes to this. And, yeah. you know, that combine that you guys have done, as Tom talked about, is is the envy of a lot of states. You know, the the way you set it up and, and, and work with Brad Arnett and the guys over at Next Level do such a good job. And when you talk about the numbers that they put out, those are exact numbers. Those aren't guesses. That's not a dad saying, well, my son's running a 4-3-40. I mean, these are exact numbers. And I feel bad, Tony, for those incoming seniors that were really training hard getting ready for that combine. Absolutely. I do, too. I mean, you know, and I guess, you know, the only thing that you can say now is we're going to find out who really wants to train, you know, because, I, I, you know, you see different things on, on Twitter, on Instagram of guys still training and guys still holding strong. And, you know, a, a good football player is going to be prepared just about any time, any place, um, you know, Summer won't be the worst if we can get one in for that because those kids are going to be in the middle of their summer training, which should have them in pretty good shape, pretty good condition anyways. But you're right. I mean, putting them in front of the college coaches, getting those numbers early so a college coach can make a decision now versus make a decision, you know, three months from now. I mean, and we know how quick, you know, the college recruiting game, I mean, those guys are looking at juniors and even sophomores somewhat. But but there's always a bunch of seniors that, you know, incoming seniors that, that coaches, you know, okay, now they're going to keep their eye on this kid. Or like Tom said, I mean, we usually have oh, six to eight kids walking out the door or within the week of the combine getting an offer from, from a place or a couple offers from a school because of how they performed and, and guys just being able to see them perform. And that, that's a big deal for, you know, video is one thing, but when a college coach can see a kid live and in person doing some things, that, that makes a big difference. Yeah, so we're keeping our fingers crossed that the combine will happen obviously it'll be an abbreviated combine we won't have we won't right. be able to service over 500 athletes like like we've done at uh, our our typical combine but uh, like tony said if we can get 200 uh, athletes there which will short and so on but uh you know that certainly is our goal and right. uh, you know tony's in charge of one more thing that i'd like to get to if we could Sure. Um, Tony's in charge of our spring elections, which hasn't been altered by the coronavirus. So, Tony, if you could just give us sort of a, a timeline and a summary of, of the spring elections. Sure. This year was a first year we went to uh, four separate regions, well, eight regions really, but there's four regions, both large and small. And there's two representatives within each region. Um, and so the number two rep from each region, number two large and number two small rep from each region is up for re-election. Um, we've been in contact. Most of the guys are, are running again. There's a few guys that are going to be running within those things also. But our our, regist- our uh, elections are run all online, so that works out just fine. So the timeline stays the same. So basically now through April 13th, candidates, anybody that wants to nominate themselves can do that by emailing me, um, and my email is on the website. Uh, we will vote between April 16th and April 21st, and then uh, the election results will be out there on April 23rd. Tony, so, talk so, about uh, that voting process. So it's done online, and what yep. what does that look like when you get online? What does the actual voting process look like? Uh, depending which region you're in, um, then you just vote for the rep in your region. You sign in. I think it's it goes through Sport Engine. Um, yes through our the, our the web host that we have um and then you just log in i think all head coaches for sure will get an email i'm not sure if every coach gets an email uh they, again they have to be members and that that might be the biggest kicker is you know normally when guys go to the clinic they're signed up for membership so i think it's going to be really important that we get people coaches got to sign up for their membership still and that can be done online too right on our website um but, you know, schools will get their membership in, so then all head coaches that are members get an email, and then all assistants, they can forward that email to their assistants, and they and then assistants can vote, again, as long as they're members within that region, and that's who they vote for. Um, and then there's the northern vice president that's going to be up for re-election. So regions one and two, large and small, uh, will be voting for the northern vice president. So everybody in region one and two 
uh, will vote for their region rep, and then they'll vote for the Northern Vice President. Everybody in Region 3 and 4 will just be voting for their region rep. Excellent. Hey, Tony, thank you so much. Again, you can go to WIFCA.org and look at the elections page and, and all the information that you need, including if you've got any questions for, for Tony, his email address is right there under the nomination process. Uh, timeline again now through April 13th, candidates nominate themselves by emailing Tony and uh, make sure you get that done. And then make sure if, if, if you're used to signing up and paying your check to be a member of WFCA at that clinic, that you take care of that as soon as possible. Tony Viola, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time, sir. Thank you. Thanks for doing the show. Yeah, you bet. We're going to get you a break. Other side of the break, Doug Sarver. He's uh, been a friend of, uh, of this show and certainly been part and in studio quite a bit over the years. He is the past president. He's the uh, chairman of the All-Star Game. He's the athletic director at St. Francis High School. And Doug Sarver will join us next. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Football Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 